You're listening to Nursing Review Radio. So the mission of the Continent Foundation is that they want to represent the interests, or they do represent the interests of Australians who are affected by or at risk of bladder or bowel control problems, and they act as an advocate for people's interests. And we want to get the message out that incontinence, whilst it's common, it's not normal, and we'd like to think that it could be treated and can be treated just like any other health condition. But of course, one of the barriers to treatment is that there's a general lack of health literacy about incontinence. And that is, that's even amongst healthcare professionals and um, care workers. And so what we find is education programs that prepare the healthcare workforce and uh, the care workforce don't usually include information about therapies to promote continence. And they don't equip students with the, the knowledge and skills that they need in order to conduct a comprehensive assessment. Um, and now this is really a long-standing issue that needs to be tackled at multiple levels. And of course, the danger of having an inadequate knowledge or low literacy about incontinence, it has adverse implications for both practice and research. It deters efforts towards prevention and results in missed opportunities for therapeutic consultation. At an individual level, it deters people from seeking help. And that's why we see that many people with incontinence would rather, um, we find that they share the information confidentially with their friends, but not, um, not necessarily good at seeking help from a professional. So what should we do about this? Well, conventional wisdom connects the quality of continence care and quality patient outcomes to the quality of the healthcare professionals or care workers' knowledge. Therefore, education providers have a really important role to play in equipping our future workforce with the knowledge and skills that they need that is required to address the needs of people with bladder, bowel or pelvic floor disorders. And I would argue that all healthcare professionals and care workers require some knowledge and skill in order to care for a person with incontinence and to initiate assessment and treatment. The key question is what education and how should it be delivered? So there is some exciting research I've come across that suggests that education programs that focus solely on providing people with scientific knowledge about incontinence, they can improve the person's knowledge, but they don't necessarily lead to changes in the healthcare practitioner's practice. However, programs that target the healthcare practitioner's emotions do in fact make a change to their practice. So given this, I believe education programs should start with a focus on the human experience of being incontinent and help uh, or promote the healthcare professional or student to reflect on their own tacit beliefs about incontinence and about continence care practices that they believe represent good practice. And this is particularly important in this era of increased consumer control over health and um, our move towards person-centred models of care. So what we should be asking is, uh, we should be approaching patients themselves and asking them what does good um, person-centred contents care look like in practice. So the postdoctoral work that I did at research um, at, at Deakin University investigated what quality contents care meant for family members of people living in residential aged care facilities. And I also interviewed staff. And what I found was that there was an, a key gap between medical understandings and consumer understandings about the best ways to manage incontinence.
At the same time, both parties had dignity as a shared goal. And that's an important finding that provides us with the basis for tackling incontinence. In order to inform care, we should start by asking people living with incontinence what dignified continence care looks like to them. Therefore, education programs for doctors, nurses and care workers should ensure that they are aware that practices that dignify one person with continence care needs may not dignify another, and they should help them to develop an empathic understanding of how humans respond to incontinence and recognise the effects of these responses on their own practice. Ideally, they should provide the uh, person with knowledge about providing person-centred continence care, particularly to people who have some form of cognitive or intellectual impairment, and to know how to implement continence care that affirms the roles of family or informal carers in the relationship. Ideally, it, um, these people, healthcare professionals and care workers, should know how to conduct the foundational continence assessment, which means identifying when you should refer. And more importantly, you'd like to think that everybody would have the knowledge and skills to communicate in a therapeutic manner to manage the interpersonal caregiving encounter in ways that help build the patient's or person's resilience and promotes their psychological and, and uh, physiological well-being. So widespread education programs are required to ensure that primary health care professionals such as um, nurses in every setting, care workers and general practitioners and specialists all have the appropriate knowledge and skills in, at the very least to initiate an assessment and treatment. So the take-home messages for people who are affected by incontinence, if you are experiencing a bladder or bowel problem, you can phone the Continence Foundation's free National Continence Helpline, which is 1-800-330-0066, to obtain confidential advice or information about local continence services. Or you can go to continence.org.au. For healthcare professionals or care workers, um, who wish to know more about incontinence, again, if you could go to, to the Continence Foundation's website and find the professional page. And this provides information about a range of courses about continence awareness, promotion and management um, across Australia. One such course, uh, well, the Continence Foundation has partnered with ben the Benchmark Group and they have registered two nationally accredited courses in continence management, which include a continence uh, certificate in continence promotion and care and a vocational graduate certificate in continence promotion and management.